weren't drinking last night, were you? <laughs> Not enough. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to Show Sitter, the air show podcast. I'm out of work air show announcer, Bad Jolly. Joined as always by my good friends, Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder, both equally Hi. unemployed. How there are you guys? Go. Good to see you. Good consider. I'm adequate. And the weather is good here in Cincinnati. It's and rain. I had it's raining here, which means I've got to go right after this. We got to get out and the turtles come out on mass on a rainy day. They love the uh, soft soil on the roadsides. Oh, goodness, you and your turtles. Well, listen, we have a busy show today. We have uh, the president of the International Council of Air Shows, Mr. John Cudahy, standing by on the line, uh, as well as uh, some news that we'll get to in between. And then we have a special guest today. Uh, Nathan Hammond from Ghostwriter Air Shows to tell us about a big event uh, for yeah. air show professionals going on this week. And we'll get into that. I apologize about the banging that's going on in the roof right now. Nothing I can do about it. Having some work on the uh, the barn uh, taking place this morning. But let's get straight to the phones this morning with John Cudahy. Good morning, John. How are you? Matt, it's great to be with you this morning. Good to, good to be what with you. What about us? Yeah. yeah. Up liver? What's that all about? <laughs> You're fucking I, 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 I had only heard Matt's voice. I, I thought he was going solo this morning. Well, it would be a better no, show, no. but, you know, it Rick is Rick is, is here and Rob is here. Ah, <laughs> it's good It's good to hear your voices as well. <laughs> so, and it was John, good John can't hear even you. say hello these days. and <laughs> There isn't controversy. <laughs> there isn't controversy. That's right. <laughs> He's just poor guy, you know. What can you do? Don't feel too badly for me. Uh, things are going. I think things are picking up here at ICAST. Well, let's talk a little bit about this because the big survey went out to all of the members asking about, you know, what you would want to do in the event of a show or, uh, I mean, a convention and how how that would look. Uh, where are we right now regarding the convention, and uh, what kind of news do you want to share? Um, it, it, the, we're doing our due diligence. It's uh, you know. It's, for, for mass gathering events like air shows, but also for events like uh, conventions, it's a it's a it's a difficult and unclear time. Uh, that's partly why we did the survey. The survey was not the entire membership; it was a it was a cross section, about a quarter of the members, maybe even a little less than that, just to get a, a sense. We'll be going back out to everybody pretty soon again to to get a larger sample. But it was encouraging news. People. Uh, we, we at, one of the questions we asked is if you had to make a decision right now based on the information you have available, would you go? And almost exactly 70% said they would and 30% said they would not, which um, I, I didn't have any particular expectations, but uh, that's, that's uh, better than I, I think I would have guessed if somebody had asked me to guess. Um, I, I would have thought something more like 50-50. Uh, we, of course, have, uh, if we're going to do the convention, and I expect that we will, um, we have some some work to do. Uh, the the members, the delegates, will expect to have some additional separation, some uh, issues on cleanliness in the hotel, and masks, and uh, uh, protocols for moving through the exhibit hall and that sort of thing. We're working on that, uh, and uh, uh, the folks in Vegas who are in the business of hosting these kinds of events or helping us with that. They, they themselves in the hotels have that information. You may have read last weekend Caesars, which is the parent hotel of the one we use Paris opened up for the first time. And they literally did not have an, uh, an empty sleeping room in the hotel. People 
we're eager to get back to, to uh, something close to normal, at least in, in Vegas. So they're taking some of the lessons they're using and, and helping us understand how to better safeguard our delegates and, and make it uh, possible for us to meet in December. So we're working through all those details, and, I, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm optimistic about how that is all going to end up. One of the things that we're going to have to deal with as an industry in the aftermath of this, it's becoming clear with the airlines, it's becoming clear with uh, the people that run the airports, and even in Canada, NAVCAN and uh, and the folks that do air traffic control, uh, you know, the FAA, things are going to cost more, John. We, we see that coming. They're going to try and recuperate costs. And uh, I think across the board, we're going to see an increase in costs. What's even room rates and things like that in Vegas? What are we looking at there? Do you know? Uh, we're getting there. We had a conference call yesterday with the hotel, and that was one of the things they talked about. They've actually been very accommodating. Um, uh, without getting too far into the weeds about uh, resort fees versus sleeping room rates and when you do and when you don't and Internet access and all that kind of stuff, the net net cost to our members is going to be no worse than it has been in the past and probably somewhat better that that I, I can't speak obviously about the airline fees that that's a that's sort of above our pay grade but we do have the ability to negotiate with the hotel um, those prices as I said they will we're still trying to work some things out um, but they will probably be they will definitely not be higher and they could be lower especially when you factor in all that you pay for the hotel uh, obviously as, as you kind of suggested, uh, they've gone three months without any business. So uh, I, I imagine there are forces within the hotel structure, the casino structure, who are eager to make some of that back. But uh, And I frankly was worried about that. But in our conversation yesterday, uh, it became clear that if they are going to make it back, they're not going to make it back on the on the backs of our members in December. And that was encouraging because I think, I think every little bit helps as people – sort of uh, gather these quarters and these nickels to figure out if they can afford to come to the convention. And uh, we will, when we, when we make a decision about how and when and where the convention will be, um, there's no particular indecision about that, but just when we make some announcements, uh, we'll have all those ducks in a row so that our members know just what they're getting into if they decide to come to the convention. So, and I apologize for the visual on this at this point, but um, and the cleanliness of the rooms is that uh, my my room often has a hot tub in it, a, a bubble tub, as I like to call it. Will that be taped off and uh, not open for my use this time? Uh, a, a, actually, <laughs> it will so be worried about that. It will be filled <laughs> with maple maple syrup this time. That's the uh, that. <laughs> See. Not not generally, but for you specifically, that's the plan. I see. Okay. Oh, geez. <laughs> Thanks, John. I really needed that, that this morning. That, <laughs> yeah. that was really of global importance, wasn't it? That was. That was so important there. Well, that's great. What about, speaking of maple syrup and Rick's tub, what about the digital component? Can you go into that? Is there going to be anything yeah, we're, that we're talking we're re- about? We're researching that. Uh, it, it's, it's something that is probably... Um, uh, further down the road on the decision-making matrix. We, we know that some members um, have health concerns that will keep them from going to Vegas if we decide to have the convention this year. And um, and there are some people who uh, 
who have no health problems but just have financial concerns about uh, in a year when there was no revenue or, or little revenue the, uh, of going to Vegas. So we're, we're looking at that. Our, our, our concern is that we not – well, our, our expectation is that any kind of digital participation in the convention would have to be of a pretty high quality. And so we're, we've talked with vendors. We've talked with um, – We've talked with um, other companies or, or organizations that have held these kind of events, and we're trying to figure out where the quality of the software is, where the quality of the delegate participation is. And um, uh, that that particular challenge has been a little harder to, to address. Uh, uh, it's, it's, as you can imagine, for people outside the air show industry, this has been going on now for several months, and they're... Um, the 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 uh, the best practices and the um, the sophistication of the software is developing pretty quickly, uh, and so we're trying to keep on top of what those changes are, and will it meet the needs of our members who either can't or 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 shouldn't go to the convention. That's some good stuff. So the takeaways today: yes, there's going to be a convention of some type, and we'll have details to follow. And hopefully you'll come back on the show as, as we know a little bit more. But, I mean, this is all encouraging. What what are you most excited about right now? I, I was wanting to ask you that earlier in the show. but uh... Uh, a, a few things. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear about shows. Uh, honestly, I, 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 we're hearing so much here that I don't want to um, say things that were told to me in confidence. And I frankly can't remember what things were told to me in confidence and what are public. But... There are a number of shows that look like uh, they will go on one way or another, and that's that's encouraging. Um, the the general loosening is uh, uh, around the country and in Canada of some of the some of the uh, uh, pandemic safeguards is is encouraging. Um, some of the innovative, creative, outside the box sort of ideas about how to maintain public health safety, public health protocols uh while still having an air show or encouraging and uh and i i think that you know if you look outside the air show industry and i hardly ever do anymore because we're so consumed with making this stuff work but if you look outside the air show industry the same thing is happening people are figuring out how to go on with life uh while still while still uh, accommodating some of the public health requirements in their state or their province and um it it took a while, as, as you would expect, for people to sort of sort through that. Uh, what can we do? What can we not do? How do we keep abreast of the changing parameters and expectations? And uh, that's, that's some of that is starting to loosen, and some of the creativity of our members is starting to shine through. And um, I expect we'll have more than a few, maybe as much as several air shows before the end of the season. And, and I'm encouraged by that because it, it paints a much more optimistic picture for the 2021 season, which is, um, uh, you know, many of our members are um, appropriately concerned about that. And, and I think uh, one of the things I've found about this whole exercise is that uh, it, it, the indecision is, is much of what is given people indigestion because they don't know uh, probably the, probably the most common question I get here at ICAST is what's going to happen. And of course, nobody knows, but it's, I think it's a reflection of how uneasy we are about the future, both as an, in air shows, but just generally in life. 
that there aren't clear answers. And uh, as as we move forward and you hear some of these solutions, uh, it's still nothing certain, of course, but uh, you start to get a little more comfortable that the that the future will will see some improvement and that we we will have a 2021 airshow season. I I hope to have a 2020 ICAST convention. We hope to have a 2020 ICAST convention, and that's all uh, encouraging and exciting. That's great as, stuff. As this landscape unfortunately continues to change from time to time too, uh, as we watch numbers go up and down, so everything's kind of fluid, right, John? Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, that, that's the thing that's maddening to me. And it's part of the indecision. The fluidity is part of the indecision. It, if it was a steady, it was steady increase or steady decrease, you could, you could feel more comfortable about your decisions and what the future holds in store. But, but it doesn't go that way. Of course, it, it's up, it's down. It's nothing to worry about. Big parties on, on Memorial day and big, big protests around the world. And then all of a sudden, um, it changes and, and we're in a different position. But I, I think, I think the general trend is toward improvement. Um, and, uh, uh, if not in the number of infections, at least in how we deal with the, the, the virus and how we m- figure out ways to manage it in our lives. And, and that, that all speaks to, um, improvements in the airshow business, uh, as this year moves on. And especially as we look at 2021. We have some good stuff ahead, and I'm, I'm glad you're able to come on this morning. John, in, in closing, anything that uh, uh, you want to reach out to members about if they're listening today, uh, how can they stay abreast of these changes? Because I think that's important to get the word out. Uh, the changes in the airshow industry, I think we're doing a pretty good job in fast facts. We're, we're sending that out. Um, if, you're in, if you're an ICAST member, you get that, uh, whether you want it or not, um, three or four times a month. And, uh, and we'll keep that up. Uh, I, I have been told by people who I trust that the uh, readership of Fast Facts has gone up in part because they see it, our members see it as a, as a, as a tool to stay informed. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and we'll continue, continue to use it that way. I expect we'll have another, um, uh, general membership meeting, uh, at some point soon to sort of go over this in person over the phone and give people uh, an opportunity to ask questions. All right. Well, good stuff. We'll stay, stay abreast. You, you mean regards sorry. to the convention, a special, I'm sorry. I, I missed that. A, a special gathering in, in regards to the convention, you mean? Uh, well, the convention and COVID generally, you know, where, where, where do we stand? The, the, we'll definitely have some announcements soon about the convention, but um, as, as some of these public health, phases start to get loosen up a little bit and we we get we get stories about how shows are moving forward um both in fast facts but probably in a town hall meeting to sort of chart a way forward we'll probably have some additional conversations right all right well, good deal well thanks for coming on this morning john we sure appreciate it you bet Thank you bet you. i look forward to hearing I, I look forward to hearing about nathan's event I, i've heard a little bit about it and look, uh, look forward to hearing some of the detail well good deal well thanks again we sure appreciate it. John Cudahy, the president of the International Council of Airshows uh, up there in Virginia. We sure appreciate your time this morning. Thanks again, John. You bet. All right, guys. So as we as we move ahead, let's uh, get quickly uh, into some prop wash news, because I know there is a lot that Rick's just waiting to uh, to get out there. And we'll get Nate on the phone here uh, as we do that. Rick, what do you have for us? <laughs> just continues to be a whole lot. No, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, there's more talk of, as John just alluded to, too, uh, these, um, we don't know officially who will be the first with a drive-in format, uh, but there's an awful lot of shows that have that as plan B or plan C as they work through this. So stay tuned. Somebody's going to take the plunge, and an awful lot of people have been doing some pretty hard planning on it. Uh, meanwhile, over in Europe, the virtual air tattoo. Now, as you know, the, uh, the air tattoo over in uh, the U.K., is um, billed as the greatest air show in the world, and uh, arguably it is. Uh, I, you know, when you get people like Buzz Aldrin and uh, some pretty heavy hitters all commenting on on those kinds of things and what that air show delivers, uh, you understand uh, how important it is, how big it is, and what a hole it has left in the schedule this year. That it's not going because of COVID nineteen, but they are uh, powering up a virtual air tattoo. And it looks like they've they've brought in because they have to. The interest in these virtual air shows, I would argue, is starting to fall off a little bit unless you come up with some new bells and whistles. And they have some new twists. A unique twist will be the inclusion of the virtual displays flown on flight simulation programs by skilled gamers from across Europe, including the RAF eSports team, who are going to follow the broadcast with a special tournament and I am just now starting to get initiated into this. And what dragged me into it was the Formula One races where they have some of their uh, premier drivers racing these e-races. Uh, and the, the graphics, the imagery on it, at times when you're watching it on television, is so real that it's. I think I'm watching an old version of the Monaco Grand Prix and then realize, wait a minute, I don't recognize some of these names. And they have gamers on there in some cases doing as well as some of the multi-million dollar paid drivers. And it's a fascinating thing to watch. Now, the, the aviation things, I, I'm just starting to get spooled up in that. And it is interesting, too, about the inputs and flying these things. I am all set now to go and get myself one. I just want to set up a <laughs> Rick is ready. He's ready to go. I'm, yeah. ready, I'm but, ready to do this because it really, except for the, you know, you're not going to be pulling G's or anything like that, uh, but it's uh, it's amazing how far that world has come. So they're going to include a bit of that in their incredible Plains TV coverage, and if you know about Plains TV over in Europe, they do excellent uh, coverage of air shows and stuff. So it's, I think it's going to be something uh, quite interesting to watch on the 18th and 19th of July from the UK, and of course it's uh, accessible worldwide because of the web and that's that's about all i have for prop wash today well i hope that they include that that fella that's been doing the backyard air shows i told you this the other day and i think i told rob that this was too. so funny wouldn't it that be cool so though funny. if they opened the show with that and then like all of a sudden right over the top it's it's the red arrows so martin and adam if you're listening make fly that over happen. that man's house that's right. That's right. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. That's that's got right. that that has been the largest air show in Europe uh, until this came up now. So I think it, I think it's good stuff. So Rob, are you coming this weekend or not? We can't say the location, I, by the way. That was Nathan's uh, stipulation for coming on: is that we could not say the specific location. Air show. I have to discuss that with Jill at this point. Uh, my uh, uh, 
your my travel. birthday is this weekend, and uh, she wants to take me out to a, a very special dinner at a very special place that the two of us no, enjoy a no, lot. No, wait a minute. Is this is this it's your birthday? Really, is it really <laughs> your birthday though? Because it is really June fourteenth is really my birthday. I'm going to be four years old. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry I didn't yeah, hear well, that, Rob. It, something. Birthday. I'm going to be four years old. Yeah, something. It's, something. It's, Something's going wrong with Skype. Yeah, something's going wrong with Skype. Don't, don't you want to go to an air show for your birthday though? Yeah. Even if it is a secret air show. And perhaps, perhaps that will be the case, and and I'll have to check with with Nathan uh, to uh, to see if in fact that uh, there is a special place where we can have a great uh, just the two of us dinner at some point but with a bunch of air show performers that I don't that I haven't seen uh, including you guys uh, in in months and months and months of avoiding and staying away from fr other friends uh, even though it's my birthday and Jill wants to take me out maybe we can postpone that and do something else but I don't know but I have right. not yet decided but the airplane's in great shape and ready to fly almost any place can I tell you a quick story on birthdays? Please. Um, I had a friend, uh, yes, well, this week, uh, who contacted me saying happy birthday, leaving a phone message. And, uh, and it's like a month late. And uh, I said, uh, well, that's, that's a little off. He's uh, somehow, they've, they've missed it by a month, but well, thanks anyway. And then they invited us to dinner. And, uh, and I said to my wife, uh, who thought I should call and let them know that you know they're wrong? Uh, and I said, are you, "Are you kidding me? This is a, this is another party. <laughs> I'm going to play along with it." And I, I right down to the birthday cake before we spilled the beans. That it so wasn't I, your birthday. Was there you go. Exactly. Let's see if I Nate Hammond's here though. Like, I think he's on the phone. It's hey, funnier in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, Rick. Just move along. Now, let's see if Nathan's here. Nathan, you there? On the line? I am here. There you How go. you guys doing? There you go. So the ground rules are hey, we, can't, we can't say where it is, but, but we'll let you talk. This is a rehearsal uh, going on this weekend, and if you want more information on it, you can, you can write to Nathan. Uh, that's it's, true. It's, that, that, that's, that's the best way to, best way to hit it. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're putting together... It's a rehearsal. It's, it's, a, it's a practice, yeah. yeah. We, you know, we rehearse on Fridays before an air show. This is an actual practice where, where other, uh, other pilots are meeting up. There's about 20 of us that are going to an undisclosed location um, yeah. so, that we, so that we can go into the box and, uh, and do a hard critique of each other because one of the issues that we have during the actual air shows is you don't want to get into a guy's head um, and, and really start critiquing him hard um, on little nitpick items. If there's a safety issue, obviously we're going to jump all over it. Um, but you can, you don't want to tell a guy that, Hey, you know, your music needs to change or, or this maneuver is not entertaining. You don't want to, you don't want to get in a guy's head like that on, uh, on a Saturday or Sunday of an air show. So this is, this is a good old fashioned practice where we get to do that kind of stuff. Uh, we, we get to talk to a guy really have a hard debrief about what is good, what is bad, what is entertaining, uh, and what needs uh, a, a little bit of a little bit of work, a little bit of coaching um, in a in a good solid atmosphere with a lot of good talent there. So um, we we can't open this up to the public because we're working in a airbag practice area, not an air show box. So it's it's legalities more than anything. 
And so, uh, so we can't tell where we're going to be doing this, um, but it's, it's centrally located in the Southeast. That's, that's probably as good as we can go. And uh, we've reached out to most everybody in the area. Um, but if any of the other, other show guys out there, uh, guys or girls that, that need a, an evaluation more than anything, or are looking for some good, solid feedback, uh, reach out to me and, uh, and you can find me in the ICAST directory and, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll get you evaluated. We've got four aces that are going to be there. Um, everything from comedy car top inverted, uh, ribbon cuts to warbirds, um, and maybe even a jet ace. I'm not sure, but, um, yeah, so that's the idea was, was we just, we, we wanted to all get together have kind of a good spring training, which is going to happen in the middle of summer and, uh, um, an opportunity to, to kind of get all of our evaluations. You know, Randy Ball's doing that thing down in, in Texas. This is kind of the same thing for, uh, for the Southeast. Um, unfortunately we don't have an air show to do, but yeah, without, without a crowd, without, a yeah, crowd, correct. without, without a crowd, which, which is good. Um, because it means you can come diving into the box, uh, do your first two maneuvers and, and turn right around and start all over again. Uh, it's a true practice. You know, Wayne Boggs is, is always famous about saying this is not a practice. This is a rehearsal. And, uh, and we can actually turn around and say this is a practice. Uh, you know, slow down, speed up, uh, make any changes you want to make because this is a practice with no crowds. You're flying for yourself and yourself only. Wayne, what do you? Uh, Wayne is here, actually. What do you think of that, Wayne? I have no idea at the moment. That's what I thought. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Sorry. Jason, let me ask you, if I may, a technical question, because this is the kind of at this point in the season, the pilots who are flying have built up pretty significant G tolerances, and are you? Uh, are you warning everybody about not pushing that so much? Because I would imagine that very few of the pilots who are showing up at any of these types of practices have the G tolerances built up that they would normally have worked so hard to achieve at the beginning of a season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, which is why we've, we've kind of got the whole weekend blocked out. Um, so that guys can get into the box three or four or five times, uh, as, as much as they can, as often as they can. Um, because from a from a pilot standpoint, this is probably the most dangerous situation I can think of, where we're completely out of our rhythm, out of our game, um, to where our G tolerance is is, is low uh, because we haven't we haven't trained up at the beginning. You know, some of us had already started flying back in uh, you know January February, kind of getting warmed up, and then all of a sudden we have this hiatus of of eight, nine, 12 weeks where, you know, there's really no point to go flying. And every, every day you, you were, you were scared to answer the phone because usually it was a cancellation. And so uh, I personally, I like my next air show isn't until September. Uh, so it really gets, gets you in an awkward position. And, uh, and we will certainly be stressing that, that uh, go in and, and fly it high, fly it safe. Uh, because, in the end, you know, while we're doing this for, for evaluations and hard critiques, what we really want is, is Sunday evening, everybody home safe. Um, and, and that's, that's the main goal. So, so yeah, you know, you, you gotta be in the right headspace and, and you gotta fly this really smart the whole time. I think it's it great. is time to stop having seven meals a day. Yeah. And get serious. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> Speaking of meals, though, we're, we're going to have a little gathering and a meal there in the evening. It's going to be fun. So if you want to come down, uh, this is going to be something that is uh, enjoyable. I'm, I'm looking forward to being there. And uh, it's just going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun time. So if you're in the industry and you want to come, uh, you can. If you're a fan of the industry and listening to this show, uh, there will be some photographers, a few photographers that are going to show up uh, that have been invited uh, to cover this. So there will be some cool media coming out of it, I'm sure. And uh, you'll yeah, yeah. be able to we'll, see we'll, it. We'll certainly have some media um, that these were individuals that we invited uh, specifically um, so that we could get some some record of this. Um, it, it also offered a, a unique oppor- opportunity. Um, the, the photographers and some of our, our back staff are actually uh, contracted for this. That way they become essential essential crew, uh, which will be important later on. But, uh, but yeah, if, if, if you're in the industry, I mean, Matt, you're coming down. Um, and uh, I think Luke Carrico is coming down as well. In fact, like this whole idea uh, was something that, that Luke and myself bounced around and finally, just one evening in the in the fits of a rage of, of the COVID, you know, forced lockdown, we said, you know what, screw it, we're going to do it. And, uh, and so we, we, we started Black Flag. I think it's great. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm only coming uh, because I want to race the bread truck um, and, and market that. So that's why I'm coming. Uh, well, you know, you know, Greg Coots is going to be there, so hopefully he'll bring his J3 Cub, and it'll be a fair race. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time, and I'm looking forward to just hey, the critiques. Wait, wait, I can get there. Yeah, I can get there if if you or someone's willing to put me up for my two week quarantine when I cross the border. Look, <laughs> I have told you countless times that you're welcome to come down here and play with the snakes and the spiders. I want you to think this, think this all the way through. I will be in your place for two weeks. Well, come on. That's what. I, what do you? That's I, what I'm. I'm not here all the time. time. <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> who, who on earth is going to come down to the farm, to that little house on the farm down there, and make sure you're staying in place, Rick? For crying out loud! Oh, they can put a bracelet. Go, you can go any place you darn well please. Oh, they put a bracelet on you or something when you yeah, tra- an anchor right. tracker. Hey, for Nathan, <laughs> I do have a question, Nathan. You got to? Do you have a favorable uh, show uh, hotel rate in case Jill and I? Because I got a bit of a smile from Jill regarding coming down for this thing. So uh, we we may just jump in the little old airplane and find our way down to wherever it is if we can get there on one bag of gas. C- come on down. You can certainly get down there on a bag of gas. Um, it, in fact, I think Red Line's coming down as well, so you can just tag along with them. And, uh, oh, and yeah, we're, we're all, uh, we're all staying at, at one of the local hotels there. And, uh, uh, those that are spending the night will, uh, will probably all be shacked up at the same hotel. So yeah, come on down, dude. If I have the bread truck and it makes it there, Rob, you and Jill can have the honeymoon suite. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That'll <laughs> be perfect. Just plug She'll her in tonight. That. She loves to camp. Oh yeah. Jill just yeah. loves to camp. Especially in the back of a bread truck. It's the Chris uh, Farley uh, experience fun down there you guys <laughs> knock yourselves out i'll be up here with the turtles well yes. nathan hammond from uh, ghostwriter air shows thank you for coming on and uh, it, it's always a pleasure to have you on i look forward to seeing you hopefully this weekend if everything goes as planned i look forward to seeing you guys thanks for talking we'll uh, we'll see you guys at the next show all right thanks again i, want, I want the truth before he goes luke didn't say screw it did he no he said something one of those FCC non-compliant words, I'm sure. That's right. Luke, Luke is a professional. <laughs>
He is. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. which, which means he knows that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, All Nate. <laughs> Appreciate your help. Thanks again, guys. All right. Always good to hear from everybody. We've had we've had a busy show today, and we appreciate you uh, listening in as well. Listen, if you haven't already liked the Facebook page, uh, Rick, tell them tell them how they can do that because it is easy and it's a great way to stay in they touch. Click with the show. like on our Facebook page, which they is click like Facebook. It's a tough one to do. Show it? Setter, the Air Show Podcast. There you go. There you go. Show Setter, the Air Show Podcast. At uh, yeah, they're at Facebook and uh, make it easy and uh, go in there and stay in touch with uh, Rick Peterson, Rob Ryder, and myself, Matt Jolly. We'd love yes. to love to hang out with you. Well, guys, we've made it through yet yep. another episode. I'm glad I remembered we were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again Daddy, for thanks again for penciling us in. Thirty minutes ago, thirty minutes before we started, I'm texting these guys saying, "Are we going to record today?" Says, yeah, put it on your calendars. Well, okay, I'll do that. It was an early Later. morning. I had to strap a wing, an old tiger moth wing, onto the top of Larry Kelly's truck this morning. Did it, did it fly? It, it did. He got he got airborne. He's he's slow rolling back to uh, Georgetown, Delaware, as we speak. So it's been a busy morning around here. But uh, I had well. some time aiming at squirrels this morning. So oh, uh. stop! Oh, <laughs> unless unless of course you're eating them, and then it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's what's for dinner. Great meat. Tastes like eagle. Oh, oh, gosh. On that note, uh, we'll talk to you next yes. week if you still want to listen, everybody. So long for now. <laughs> Bye. And stay out. <laughs>